Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Two minutes past two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the finals of Miss United Prune, 1973-36. Well, this is the part of the programme I always enjoy. We've been looking at lovely ladies well, all day, and we should know the result in, what, ooh, half an hour from now. At the moment, the judges are, what, ooh, eliminating some of the contestants. But, but now the, what, finalists are lining up for the, what, parade. Come on, here, giddy up, come on, me old beauties, get on here. Well, this is the part of the job I always enjoy as we describe these lovelies as they walk past. And all you mams and dads at home can make up your minds whether or not to switch up. Next is Miss Brighton, and she certainly looks a Brighton, and no mistake. And she's followed by Miss Darlington, and this little darling doesn't weigh a ton, believe you me. Now here's Miss Exeter, and she definitely doesn't get an X certificate in my book. Next, it's Miss Huddersfield, and she told me earlier she loves her Huddersfield. <laughs> now, last with a... Now, alas, with a great sense of humour, Miss Nottingham, and believe you me, she has them all in knots. <laughs> now, now here is Miss Oldham, and she told me earlier not to. you've all been waiting for, the result of the Miss United Prune competition announced by the promoter, Mr. Eric Ballroom. And the result in reverse order is Taylor, Brooke Tim, Cleese John, Garden Graham, Hatch David, Kendall Joe, and Oddie Bill. Again, that read, I'll sorry I'm it. Yes! <laughs> oh, misery me. Another edition of I'm Sorry I'll Read That Again to Produce. Oh, dear. No script. What am I to do? Hey, mister. Want to hear a good joke? Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, look, mister. Mister. Hey, ah, hey. the head scriptwriter. Hey. <laughs> what do you want, sonny? Want to hear a good joke, mister? Hey, mister. Mister. Yeah, mister. yes. All right, all right. There What's the difference between hmm? Mary Whitehouse and a sunbather? Hmm. What is the difference between Mary Whitehouse and a sunbather? Well, one gets a ban on the telly and the other gets a ban on the belly. <laughs> That's disgraceful. You'll have to do better than that, Percy. You're ruining this programme. It's time you and I talk turkey. All right. Stop it. Good morning. <laughs> You're fired. I'll write the thing myself. It's easy. Just lots of rude jokes. Let's see. Page one. Winter draws on. Why dost thou embrace coarseness and ribaldry on thy squalid little programme? You're thinking of Hello Cheeky. Oh, thou naughty man! Persist not with thy jokes about winter draws on, lest my vengeance be terrible. Lo, throughout the land shall be heard the sound of wailing. There she blows! And the gnashing of teeth! Oh, there's my teeth! Well, 
Bye bye for now. <laughs> well, he certainly opened my eyes. I believe for every drop of rain. Yes, Radio Prune must forswear its former saucy image. Out go rude jokes about ladies' anatomy. Out go titillating double entendre. No, no! Yes, yes, begone, foul smut. No! We shall all start afresh. Here beginneth the Radio Prune Festival of Light. You're tuned to the Radio Prune Festival of Light program. Here's news of some of our forthcoming presentations. Later tonight, you can hear Pick of the Popes. Followed <laughs> by Steptoe and Nun. Tomorrow sees the return of some mother superiors do have them. And Derek Nimmo follows up his successful series, Oh Brother and Oh Father, with his latest, Oh Not Him Again. Yes, well, so far, so good. What's next? And now, Radio Prune, in its nationwide search for purity and decency, presents a new type quiz program, Clean It Up Yourself. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, and let's have the first of our contestants who think they've got the cleanest joke in the world. Hello. And what's your joke, little girl? What's the man in the moon say to the lobster? <laughs> well, I don't know. What did the man in the moon say to the lobster? He said, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that really was a jolly good try. And it was clean. But it wasn't really a joke, was it? So get out. Right. <laughs> now, who's next? Uh, what's your name? Ivor. Ivor who? Ivor Biggin. <laughs> Disqualified, right? That brings us to our limerick spot. So let's have tonight's challenger. Uh, how do you do? Now, sir, you are going to attempt to make up a clean limerick. Uh, that is so, yes. Good. Well, here is your first line. Yes. There was a young lady called Pitts. <laughs> Pitts. Yes. Pitts. Pitts. Oh my God. Um, there, uh, there, there, there was a young lady called Pitts. Who, who, uh, who was known far and wide for... No, oh. Uh, for her wit. Go on, go on. Oh. Uh, then one day at the Vicar's... She, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> then one day at the Vicar's... She took off... No. She, she, she took, took off, off her... No, she didn't. Mm -hmm. she, uh, tickers! She took off her tickers. She was wearing two watches. Uh, sure? Yes. So, there was a young lady called Pitts who was known far and wide for her wits. Yes? Then one day at the Vicar's, she took off her... Tickers and, and... And... And flashed her magnificent teeth. <laughs> teeth. Her teeth, yes. Whew, whew. No, it doesn't rhyme. Yeah, I know, but it was a bit... Finish uh, it properly. No, I, Come I on, can't. Come on, finish it. Finish it. No, I can't. Have, have mercy. Go on, say it. <laughs> say it. Please don't make me... No. Say it, you snivelling little worm. Oh, oh, you make me sick. You make me sick. I spit on you, you Time's up! <laughs> Bye! Well, splendid show. Clean as a whistle. Music on prune. Later tonight, you can hear the flight of the... Oh, come on! No, no, no. I do not expect to hear words like that on this channel. 
You must find acceptable substitutes for those rude words. Oh. Well, uh, later tonight you can hear The Flight of the Bottom Bee by Rippy Korsitzoff. I'm listening. <laughs> listening. Uh, in lighter vein, Randy Newman... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Naughty Newman will sing songs from his latest owl bottom. <laughs> and... And now, some motoring news. A traffic hold-up on the M1 where cars are said to be bottom per to bottom per. <laughs> Let's have something, something really wholesome. Stars on Monday. Hello. You know, there's an awful lot of misery and unhappiness in the world today. And it's good to know that this program contributes so much towards it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Believe me, when I, I think of you all tuning in for help and comfort, it brings a lump to my wallet. <laughs> I sincerely know. On the show tonight, we're proud to have Miss Shirley Bassey singing Ave Maria and Hey Big Spender. <laughs> then we have the little drummer boy sung by the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> Thank you so much. But here's our first letter from Mrs. Margarita Follicle, who writes... Dear Jessie, my husband has recently run off with me Auntie Mary, and my son Basil has taken to dressing as a woman and changed his name to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and yesterday, Jessie, my next-door neighbour came round and cut off all my arms and legs just before the house exploded. Well, Margarita, thank you so much for writing. And giving us such a good laugh. <laughs> and please keep watching this program and you'll realise things could be worse. <laughs> but now, here's our first star guest to give us a reading. Well, there you are, everyone. Zabad begat Eflow, and Eflow begat Abaddon, and Abaddon begat Zebuka, and Zebuka begat Azariah, he begat Ahalai. is nothing sacred. Not on this show. Now tonight, the Metropolitan Police Choir will be singing in a monastery garden, so they can't be with us. But, but we have... We have luckily got the young generation dancing to Jerusalem <laughs> and back. <laughs> and of course, as usual, a whole cartload of nuns. And remember, I was once lonely and in need of a little sucker, and I found millions of you. <laughs> Regular fans of that program may like to know that next week TV Times are giving away a free brown paper bag. Now, come along. Now, come along. Now... Look, you're not taking this seriously. Now, I give you a fair warning. Don't you play games with me. Oh, he has changed. Now it's time for some music. Oh, thank you. And I should like to see... No, no, no. None of your rubbish. Today we're doing the classics. Oh... Our concert choice for this evening is a work by Haydn. In fact, his popular toy symphony, scored for full orchestra and toys. However, for the benefit of young listeners, we have brought the work up to date by using modern-day toys. Hmm? The sort of things kiddies play with all the time. You can't do that. <laughs> the soloists in tonight's performance are Little Timothy on the Rosebud Junior Assassin Machine Gun. 
young Johnny. Johnny on the toy police car. Josephine on squeaky little rubber duck. Little David on the genuine Yokohama World Cup whistle. Graham on the whoopee cushion. And just William on the ever-popular children's favourite, wooden spoon and saucepan. Yes, I think that could be a mistake. However, I see that the Prune Symphony Orchestra are ready and their conductor, David Lee, is on his feet. He turns and... Come back! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the modern toy symphony by... In the first movement, the children play happily in the nursery with their toys. The second movement is more sedate. No, the second movement is more sedate. The children grow quiet as Nanny returns to the nursery and sits in the rocking chair. Give it back. <laughs> Say please. Please. No. Oh. oh, shut up. Just go over there and sit down. Yes, David. <laughs> yes, well, very clever. All right, stop, stop. Honestly, you're all behaving like members of parliament. Ladies and gentlemen, Prune Productions bring you the Song of the South. Storyteller, Uncle Remus. Hello, boys and girls. Now, once upon a time. Oi, 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 hold it there. Now, hang on. David, Uncle Remus did not have a poncy public school accent. <laughs> I know, I know. That was a southern accent. Oh! 
Who's the little fibber? Tis so true. And will you please tell me where they speak like that in the South? Bogner. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it's as far south as I've ever been. Mm. If you don't like it, it's your fault. You know I can't do accents. You're always giving me difficult voices to do and then blowing a silly whistle. Now you're just trying to humiliate me. Mm. Well, I'm fed up with it. (laughs) It's not my fault I've only got a boring old announcer's voice. I want to go home. (laughs) Announcer Hatch, weep not, you tedious little fellow. For I am here to help you. But who are you, dressed in that beautiful chiffon gown with stardust in your hair? Don't tell them that, you fool. You're getting arrested. your fairy godmother, and fear not, you shall have a funny accent. Just place upon the turntable this BBC instructional record and listen. This is a BBC instructional record. Teach yourself Sambo. Now, we're all going to learn how to say... This am one of those delicious watermelons that grows by the river. Let's all try it. This are one of those delicious watermelons that grows by the river. And now, David, all by yourself. This am one of those delicious watermelons that grows by the river. Well, anyway, I don't like watermelons. Uh, look what, I'm from the Race Relations Board. <laughs> I must insist that the part of Uncle Remus be played by an authentic ni- ni- person who, <laughs> who does, person who does like watermelons, with a genuine person who does like watermelons accent. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Uncle Remus, played by... <laughs> Diane Carroll. Hello, boys and girls. This is Uncle Remus speaking. And now, once upon a time... Um, excuse me. Um, can I help you? Oh, yes, Miss Ducan. I wish to protest about the casting, what you are making of the Uncle Remus. I must inform you that scientists have conclusively proved that Diane Carroll is, in fact, Mary Tyler Moore wearing two tins of boot polish. <laughs> what is more, she cannot do an authentic person who likes watermelons accent, whereas there are plenty of actors who can, like me. Yours, Sir Lawrence Olivier. Oh, what a giveaway! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm still very sorry, but I'm going to insist again. Uncle Remus must be played by, well, how shall I put it, a uh, non-white actor. Very well, I want one volunteer called Bill. What are you going to do? What are you right going to do? in the oven with him. No, 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 no! 500 degrees for five seconds. One, two, three, four, and open the oven. And there we are. Oh, dear. I think you've overcooked him. There's, there's nothing there but a little black heap. How do you do, honey? <laughs> ah, as Uncle Remus. Perfect. Zippity doo dah, zippity yay. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Now, folks, it was a fine, fine day way down south. The sun was raging. Oh, I'm cross. The grass was waving. <laughs> And all around the flies were humming. Pooh, what a stink. <laughs> and down in the middle, the corn was high as an elephant's eye. Ow, oh, get that corn out of my eye. <laughs> 
Out of the bright patch came a little character going hippity hoppity hippity hoppity. Long John Silver. <laughs> it was Brer Rabbit. <laughs> Jim Lad. And he was singing fit to bust. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, I bust. <laughs> Now, Bear Rabbit, he just sat sitting in the middle of the road, nibbling on his carrot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he, he did not know, but behind a tree was a sly, evil fellow with a pointy nose. A pointed nose? And a big, toothy grin. A big, toothy... <gasps> Brer Fox. Nope, Edward E. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I apologize. It was a bit cheap. You're right. Sure enough, twas Brer Fox. Now, just then, Brer Fox, he stepped out into the road and tipped his hat. Here's five P for your trouble, my good hat. Because <laughs> who does he come in but his old friend Brer Bear? Played by the Jackson Five. No, no, wait a moment. Wait a moment. I'm not happy. Who are you? I am shop steward from Animals Equity. Subdivisional branch representing marsupials and lesser mammals, and I'm here to protest against the unfair monopoly enjoyed by rabbits, foxes, bears, dogs, cats, and horses in dramatic and comedic roles. Why, I ask, are there not more parts for wallabies, gerbils, voles, or indeed spiny anteaters? Well, they can't act. Oh, yes, they can. And right now, our demand is Brer Rabbit out. Brer Platypus in. Brer Rabbit out. Brer Platypus in. Brer Rabbit out. Brer Platypus in. All right, all right, all right, all right. Down the road came Brer Platypus. How you going, Cobra? <laughs> Played by Von Gulagon. Covered by Brer Bison. Mighty fine, thank you. Played by Stevie Wonder. And Brer Springbok. Good evening, men. Played by the Supremes. And they decide to take themselves downtown to visit the saloon. Well, now, Brad Bison, what are you going to have? What are you going to have? A headache. How's <laughs> really? Tell me, barmaid, who's that gorgeous critter? You mean the gal leaning on the piano? Nope. <laughs> One line on the floor. That there's a real southern bell. But she show is shaped like one. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, Sister Hippopotamus. Yeah. Well, fancy that. Oh, glad to hear it. <laughs> You boys would care to join me in a glass of champagne. <laughs> Must be a <laughs> Must be one hell of a <laughs> That show must be one hell of a big glass. Oh, we'll drink with your sister. You're around. Maybe I am. But I'm a whole heap of fun. <laughs> one at a time. On second thoughts, ten at a time. Well, bottoms up. Yes, so it is. Anyway, they stayed drinking and drinking with Sister Hippopotamus until the bar was shut up. Shut up! <laughs> then Bear Wallaby, he drove her home. Get along there. No! Oh. Oh. Until 
just as they was going past the briar patch, Bear Wallaby suddenly realized he was right powerful hungry. I could sure do with a bite. Yeah, so could I. Nibble away, dear boy. But just then... Oh, just my luck, Boy Scouts. <laughs> I ain't no Boy Scouts. I is Brer Bandicoot. Played by Richard Roundtree. The chocolate-covered raccoon! No! Otherwise known as Brer Shaft. <laughs> Who is the guy who's always there and is owed to the name of the hole and it goes down? Shaft! What is the name of the kind of boat that the Conchiki explorers sailed on? Rust! What can give you a pain in the neck but there's also a terrific one in here? Rust! What is this song? Rust! Is the audience done yet? I fancy a slice of bandicoot pie. You is for the cooking pot. But first, I is going to punish you for doing me out of a job. Now, shall I report you to animals' equity? Well, okay, fair enough, Brer Rabbit. But whatever you does, just please don't throw me in the briar patch. Or should I just kick your goddamn bandicoot teeth in? Sure, sure thing. But please, 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 whatever you does, don't throw me in the briar patch. Ah, no! <laughs> I is going to throw you... In the bra patch. Oh, don't throw me in the bra patch. Ah! I said, don't throw me in the flaming bra patch. <laughs> Brer Bandicoot, he was so mad he opened his mouth and he ate Brer Rabbit. He what? Ate Brer Rabbit. What a funny ending. Glad you think so. <laughs> to the Angus Broom Show starring Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kenner, Bilotti. The script was written by Graham Garden and Bilotti. Bill also wrote the song. And the music was played by Dave Lee and the Boys by arrangement with Leon Cohen. The programme was produced by David Hatch, John Castles, who both jumped into a briar patch on hearing these words. It's I'm sorry, I'll read that again once more. My name is Angus Broom. I'll read that again. My name is marvellous programme that is, isn't it? You can hear a repeat of that programme tomorrow at two minutes past seven on Radio 2. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each, then get flavourful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.